This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to Trail Towns Radio with Paul Vanderplug and Dita Kastnis, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. Kia ora and now my hearty my key to Trail Towns right across SENZ. And g'day everyone in Australia, hello and welcome to Trail Towns SEN. I'm Dietz and that man there is Vandy and this is our final show for 2021, our Christmas show Vandy. Exactly. We'll be talking about bike tourism, travelling around Australia and New Zealand and give you the lowdown on where to have a holiday and heaps of riding chat in between. We chat with movers and shakers, Vandy, tour winners, gold medalists, tourism ministers, sometimes Santa Claus and occasionally federal treasurers. (laughs) Sounds amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. But before we start the show today, Vandy, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land that we are on today, which is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Absolutely. And we're extremely privileged to ride and work on the land and extend our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening today. Who are we, Vandy? Well, I can tell you who I am if you're interested. You're probably not interested, but I'll tell you anyway. Go on. I am an obsessive cyclist who has sat in an F-16 fighter jet. I have sat and been for a ride in a Formula One car. But that's also boring compared to sitting here with you in the SEN studios making Trail Towns Radio. Oh, it's a good studio, actually. Good point. And I am a professional cyclist, and I once won the Clydesdale category, which is over 90 kilograms, had to get on the scales, at the Forest Festival, and people were outraged because I actually won the whole race as well. So hang on, you you won the heaviest person in the race race, yes. plus you won the actual race. Yeah, the people that normally blame themselves for being really heavy were outraged that a heavy person could actually win the race. But I, I have never heard of that. <laughs> and that's what the amazing thing is. It's obviously the reason why we host the hit show on SBS called Trail Towns, which, by the way, is rocketing all over the globe in terms of its popularity, Vandy. Oh, yes. It's uh, on a trajectory to the moon. And uh, also, Trail Towns Radio... And unfortunately, this is our final episode of season one. Well, we are certainly going out with a bang. And have we got some big stars on the show today? So we've got Matt Tilley. He is the legend of radio. He was on Fox FM, Triple M, Kiss and Nova. And now he's with us on Trail Towns Radio. <laughs> His career is, no, he's a, an absolute cracking guy. So we're going to get to meet him. And, of course, we've got... Believe it or not, the federal treasurer, Josh Frydenberg. And... Seems like it should be a tied typo, but it's not. He's coming on Trail Towns, and we still have no idea how this has happened. It's because we're a really big deal these days, (laughs) Andy. We're a massive deal. Oh, huge. Well, Uh, cycle tourism is booming, and what's the news, views, and opinions? What's been going on? Well, this week, last week, was Falls Creek Ignition. Now, you went there. Tell us about it. I know, and I know you had FOMO because you were calling oh. me up every day. How's Ignition? And I just said, mate, it's fantastic. It's a 
it's like embracing what they do for the snow season or the, the winter season where you have a big party and everyone just enjoys the summer season. So Falls Creek has been de- developing their summer offering. They've got 40 kilometres of mountain bike trails. They're building another 10 kilometres of mountain bike trails. And they've got hundreds of kilometres of backcountry riding, which was fantastic. I did some great backcountry rides last weekend. I think you might have been riding a new bike from Giant, which I think I might be getting very, very shortly. Tell us about it briefly. Well, I actually wasn't riding it, but Mick Ross from Flow Mountain Bike had this super early release because he's a, a, a very important media guy. And I'm so jealous that you're getting one this week. Uh, That makes me more important than you, Vandy. It's very exciting. What is the bike? Just very briefly. It's the first uh, e-bike that Giant's done, which is carbon fibre frame, but it's also got Fox Live suspension. So it's super tricky, very, very advanced. It's way better than your skills. So you uh, probably won't even be able to use it to its capacity. Well, if I was going to ride a bike that had my skills, I'd be on a trike, Vandy. (laughs) Now, I was actually down in, I wasn't at Ignition, unfortunately. I was down in Foster. There was a mountain bike race there on the weekend. I went to the mountain bike park before the race and there was all these Bunting everywhere. And I'm like, who's been putting bunting up? Then we found out today, well, I found out today there's a race on, which is, you know, typical for me, really. But riding mountain bikes in the Foster region in Victoria, the rolling green hills, the mountain bike park itself, right out to little towns called Dollar. There's a town called Dollar. <laughs> really, there is. Out to Menion on the rail trail. It's absolutely beautiful. It really, really was. And then I went for a ride with Jane at Devil Bend. Oh. Reservoir down near Mornington. I didn't even know that existed either. So I had I've had a weekend of adventure. Oh, exploring, and that's the best thing to do. Go out and try new areas. You know what else is a good thing to do? Tell me. Buy Trail Towns merchandise oh, yes. and fill your stockings and make your friends and family happy and looking snazzy. Well, now that everywhere is open and you're going to go you know, line up to get into nightclubs, wear Trail Towns merch and you'll be in the VIP lineup immediately. <laughs> yeah, get the Quare baggies out. You'll be looking very snazzy. Oh, People that... will be like, oh, I love your fashion sense. Make way for the podium. Bandy's <laughs> here in his baggies. It's on trailtowns.tv. There's a web shop. We're very technologically advanced and get onto it. But the Bravery Trust Bravery Trek update, mate. I've been smashing the kilometres and I reckon I'm up around probably, I haven't checked this morning, but probably around 820, 820 kilometres. We're going to go for a big push in this next week to try and get the monies up. We're up to about eight grand, I think, and we've got a little way to go on that one, but I've got a few. I've got, a, I've got some um, uh, thumb screws, which I'm going to be applying to a few of my friends to get some more money out of them. Yes, so you can go onto the Bravery Trek website and donate to the Trail Towns team. I am cruising at about 900 kilometres, but I've got a bit of a backlog like all of my training. I'm not very good at logging it, but it's there. I think you've probably (laughs) honestly done about 1,900 Ks, but you just don't log them. (laughs) I've done them, but I just haven't logged them. Every miserable kilometre I've done has been logged, trust me. Anyway, right after this, we're going to be having the giant guest of the week, and we are so excited to be chatting to Matt Tilley right after this. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. You're on SEN with Vandy and Dietz, and now it's time for the Giant Guest of the Week. And this week, it truly is a giant of the radio and media and TV industry. It's Matt Tilly. Matt was a presenter on Fox FM for many years, won heaps of awards, Triple M, you name it. I remember listening to Matt every day laughing my bottom off. He's been on TV as well. He's currently doing absolutely fantastic work at Food Bank Victoria as a waste fighter. And uh, 
most importantly, loves riding bikes. Matt, so great to have you on Trail Towns Radio. Thanks for joining us. Andy, it's a pleasure to join you. I hope there's enough room for me to chat after that long intro. Well, well yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, that, that was actually deep, but, you know, we are so the same here, Matt. It's not even funny. We're, <laughs> we're interchangeable. That's fine. <laughs> we absolutely. Matt, can I ask you a question? Um, yeah, I, used to, I used to, oh, I'm going to ask you a few actually. I used to listen well, to I'm you. A, on, I'm going to actually correct you before your question, right? You know how you said I'd won heaps of awards? Yes. Right? I've won one oh, in my life. Oh. And it was the award for best new talent. And as I was walking up on the stage, the, the host said, and this young man is no doubt a face and a voice we are going to see so much more of in these awards uh, throughout the years. And I never went. <laughs> so I never good. did. And then, and then just to like stop the stories, don't call that guy's now dead. So you know, not that I had anything to do with it. <laughs> he was a liar and he's dead yeah, now. What's yeah. going on, mate? Incriminating, man. He paid the ultimate price. <laughs> Mess with Matt and that's what happened. Matt, okay, you've won one award, but that's still more than yep. both Vandy and I combined. So well done you for a start. I used to listen to you doing your gotcha calls and seriously couldn't help crack up laughing. Um, tell me how you got into radio. Uh, well, I was actually, I was doing the 21st speech, you know, that old sort of, um, I don't know, it's not really the stomping ground for aspiring entertainers and oh, I was doing be. some impersonations and then where all great negotiations and conversations take place, I was in the toilet afterwards and a bloke started giving me a critique and I said, mate, I'm not, I don't know you, but this is my best mate. So I think I know him a bit better than you do. And, um, he's like, yeah, but I'm just interested in developing you as a talent and blah, blah, blah. And. Now, these kind of conversations in public laboratories often lead to royal commissions and stuff, but as it, <laughs> as it turns out, uh, he kept offering me work to come in and write and do stuff, and then as it happened, there was a hole left by Mick Malloy, who was going to join the D-Gen and the Working Dog Crew, and um, I sort of filled it, and that was it. That's the, the annotated version. So good. Well, and also just speeding through because we want to talk about cycling, but yeah. we created a cycle tourism TV show, Trail Towns. How did you go right. from radio into TV? I was cheap. I was very cheap. <laughs> um, and also, I don't think they could believe that there were people who didn't need auto cue. And I think I hosted the Australian Radio Awards. Hosted them, just never won one. No. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think a few people there saw me hosting and being ad lib, and I sort of got a few gigs there. And and you know the fact that I didn't need an auto cue because most people in radio don't sort of got me so far down the road. But I think I think I've managed to have a TV failure on every commercial network. That should be in my Wikipedia. <laughs> oh well, you, 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 you we're in competition then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, Trail Towns Television, uh, Matt, is the next big thing. We just keep telling people that <laughs> <laughs> until they believe it. <laughs> until they believe it. <laughs> Matt, I used to work in VicMTB, as everyone knows, listens to the show, VicMTB, mountain bike shop in the 90s. In the afternoons, for laughs, we used to listen to the Jerky Boys, who you don't, right. no doubt know. You created the Gotcha series. That is literally genius, in my opinion. How did you come up with that? And for those who don't know, what was it? Well, so really, they're just prank phone calls. I certainly didn't create them, so I'm not going to accept any of those. Oh, I used to do <laughs> them back in Greensboro as a, as a 10-year-old. Well, now I know what you're talking about. Of course. Is Mr. Walheim, it's yeah. Mrs. Walheim, and somehow I managed to turn it into a living. Um, and I look, I don't know, I guess I was reluctantly dragged towards them by people who said, you should do all your voices and do this and that. And I guess I was just lucky to be at the right place and the right time. And they, you know, they sound easy, but they can take hours and people hang up. And in the end, they were killed by the notorious um, no caller ID. Yes. Um, on mobile Technology. phones where people just 
stopped answering numbers they didn't know. No, that's true. Well, more recently, I mean, actually, the lead up here is I absolutely love food. And he I was camp- really does, I was, I was camping <laughs> on the weekend and my friend was like, I love having you here because no food will be wasted this weekend, Paul. And that leads me to the fact that you're working for Food Bank Victoria. How did you get into yeah. that? Um, well, it's through writing. Uh, when I was in radio, they had a corporate cycling event um, riding up Mount Buffalo and up around Beechworth. And they asked me to be the ambassador and the CEO of Food Bank and I sort of clicked and became mates. And I had quietly on the side been studying not-for-profit business governance and things like that with an eye on what I might like to do one day. And COVID came and he said, do you want to come and help us out with a bit of marketing and stuff? We think we're going to be pretty busy. Uh, And we got very busy and I'm still here. Yes. Like a carpet stain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's you know it's 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 an enormous organisation. We're the largest food relief um, organisation in Australia. So, I mean, if people think we're just helping with waste, it's a very small part of the equation. I'm sitting here now just watching B double trucks take pallets of food out right across the state. So, yep. and and whilst waste is a key part of what we do, more and more we're having to purchase food because all the supermarkets are getting rid of waste. You would have seen those dinky ads on the television. Um, which is great for the environment, not so great for the food relief sector. I would imagine so. Matt, Jesus, you... that sounded like a press release. No, didn't I? I'm no, sorry you, to get you, so you, sh- you should be in communications. You're actually quite, quite talented at it, really. <laughs> Matt, you love bikes. Tell us about your love for yeah. bikes, where the love came from and where it's taken you. Well, the love. I thought I had a love for triathlon, and then I realised I can bob like a cork, but I can't <laughs> swim in a straight line, and oh. my legs are a bit short for the run leg, so where does that leave me mm. with the bike? Yeah. And uh, a mate of mine came to the same sort of realisation. And it was right at that time, I think, when cycling was just starting to tickle SBS. And so every night at six o'clock, you'd chuck your video cassette in and get a half hour of Mike Tomolaris, just finding anyone in France to stand there and say, hello, Australia. Bonjour. um, So good. Yeah. And then it really just grew from there. And I became very passionate about the European cycling scene and just also, you know, riding my bike down around Red Hill in the Mornington Peninsula where this mate of mine lived. And it really was just to, you know, smash the calories so that we could have enormous breakfasts and lots of beers and do it all again. But that's obviously, why I, That's why I ride, so I can eat yeah. lots of food. I certainly don't want to look like a golf club on a bike, which you see <laughs> a lot of bikes like that on Beach Road. And I don't know, I just I really fell in love with that European scene. Tragically, two of my kids have um, their middle names are Indurane and Jalabert, so oh, I am a bit of a tragic. Yes, yes. so good. Oh, I... And also, speaking of your family, we're all about bike holidays and riding yeah. bikes when you're on holiday. So what's yeah. your favourite sort of trail town holiday, I guess, Matt? I, I hate to cut across the gist of your show, but as far as I'm concerned, families and bike holidays do not mix. What? So. Tell us why. <laughs> this whole premise of what we're about is just shot to pieces. <laughs> no, not a, well, I, I think there's a place for it, but I've been lucky enough to go to Europe a couple of times on cycling tours. Yep. Um, and while some people have managed to sort of uh, file their partners away on cooking tools and stuff, uh, I've found it to be just the most magnificent pursuit. And I don't want it remotely destroyed by guilt of having to be back home on time or go to something <laughs> that everyone else is interested in. Oh, That's I... not to say I don't go on heaps of holidays with my families. I've taken mountain bikes and, you know, they're just great for schlooping around in beach towns. And that's a, that's um, where the that's the growth of, of the sport is occurring. Is it's not so much in that lycra area. It's the families having a holiday, like you'd mentioned, yeah. Beechworth, going to Beechworth, staying in the caravan park. You've got a beach 
on the Beechworth Lake. People don't know Beechworth has a beach. It's, it's like that. Those spots are amazing, right? Yeah, it's beautiful, and you know it's high country, but there's just it's opening up with breweries and cheese makers and all those sorts of things. And the other thing is, and and this is to sort of I guess swing back to the nobility of what you guys do. E-bikes has meant that suddenly all the family can do what Dad wants, you know, smash <laughs> the hills or That's, whatever. I never thought of it uh, that way. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, I was amazed when I was lucky enough to go to Europe a couple of years ago. When, did we, when were we last out of it, loud out of Australia? I can't remember. remember. 2019. Um, but suddenly, you know, these great um, mountain ranges like the Dolomites and, you know, the Pyrenees are awash with families and seniors yep. because the e-bike has just levelled the playing field. Absolutely. I was actually in uh, Italy for a EWS World Series mountain bike event and then my partner, mm-hmm. Chloe, and I hired an e-bike, rode up this 18-kilometer climb together, laughing, over to France, and we watched a mountaintop finish of the Tour de France, and oh. then we rode back together. So it was fantastic. Yeah. It is amazing. So I, I guess at first I sort of poo-pooed them and thought it's not proper, but I, I figure it's going to take my bike holidays. I'll be into my 70s and... Hopefully yeah. my 80s and still able to do it. Certainly not in Lycra. Oh. <laughs> no, no, get the baggies I've, I've out. I've only recently stopped wearing Lycra, and that's because Vandy showed me the rushes of our latest episode and realised it's probably best for all. <laughs> no, we, we don't want to see Deets in Lycra on television. No one idea. wants to see that. No one should see that. It's a bad <laughs> idea. Matt, we have the rapid-fire questions. Now, rapid-fire is a way you change gears on, an ex, on a Shimano mountain bike, and that's also yes. the way we find the inner depths of your soul, the real you, the person that people don't know. So we, you... You can actually ask, uh, use one of the two following words, and with that, we will open your soul to the world. The first question is road or mountain bike? Road. Oh, Mount that's pretty El- easy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get something more <laughs> proud then. <All> right. <laughs> Mount Eliza or Mount Buller? Good one. Or Mount Eliza. Oh. I have to stop you there because when I was – I grew up in Mount Eliza. <laughs> we know. We did the research. <laughs> I often – I often ride down there with my mates and tell them, I used to ride up this hill with a ciggy in my left hand and my school bag over my right shoulder, (laughs) saying (laughs) saying to myself, when I turn 18, I'm never riding a bike again. I'll I'll get my license. I can't stand these hills. And and now my midlife crisis has thrust me back down there. Oh, well, that's that's a, a part two of that question. Is it Mount Eliza or Mount Eliza? <laughs> oh, see, I was on the hillside, so it was Mount Eliza. Mount Eliza, in, in fact, <laughs> it, depending on who you were talking to uh, down down in Frankston, you might have been Frankston South. Oh, okay. Frankston's obviously not a real estate agent. Um, all right, <laughs> radio or television? Radio. Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber? Tay-Tay. Oh, that's my choice too. <laughs> Pavlova or Snag in Bread? Snag in Bread. Deets or Vandy? Matt, come on, that pressure's on. Uh, I'm trying to remember which, which, remember which one of you corrected me at the start. That was me. Your name on. That I, was I like, me. Yeah. Oh, no. I like you the least. Oh, yeah, it's Vandy there. Oh. Nice. Everyone loves me, so that's yeah. perfect. And, uh, another, goes, another lesson goes into the Deets Book of Radio Not To Do's. Matt, yeah. mate, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been a huge amount of fun, and it's been a real pleasure chatting to you. I, I usually listen to you for all those years, and now I'm chatting to you on our radio show. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of a different scale to your career, but still, we are, are really happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Can I do one of the things that used to annoy me when I did radio interviews? Yes, please. When right at the end people plug their book or their cause or whatever. Yes. If anyone is interested in a fantastic cycling event uh, in mid-March, get on board the Hunger Ride for Food Bank 
Details on our website, March 19th, up around Beechworth, magnificent. We'll do it. How about that? We're just going to commit it. We're, we're filming New Zealand series, but if we come back in time, how about Vandy and I do it? And uh, we'll, you know, really bring the tone down of the thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll do it if we're not in New Zealand. Right, guys, you're dropping out. You're dropping <laughs> out <of> <laughs> This is a tough crowd today. Thanks, Matt. You're an absolute legend. Thank you so much. Thanks. Cheers, boys. It was an absolute pleasure. Coming up on the show right after this, it's the quad lock topic of the week. Support the Alpine regions this summer. You're on SEN with Vandy and Dietz. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. You're with Vandy and Dietz, and this is Trail Towns on SEN, and it's the quad lock topic of the week. Support your local Alpine region, Vandy. That is exactly right, because we have talked about Falls Creek's opening weekend but the Alpine regions have just really copped it. You can't really go up to the snow when you're locked in your house. So they've missed two ski seasons and now it's time to get up there and support these uh, Alpine regions throughout this summer and get those small businesses rolling again. I don't know what's worse, the fact that um, the Alpine regions have had a very quiet ski period or the Alpine regions haven't seen my new latest fluoro outfit (laughs) during those very quiet ski seasons. I don't know what the difference is, but look, We know, you and I know well, what it's like to ride in the Alpine regions and why in summer it's so, so good. Tell us a couple of reasons there, mate. Well, it's cooler in summer. It sounds so simple, (laughs) but it's such a big deal. Mm. When it's 30 degrees or 40 degrees in Mount Beauty, which it does get in summer, you go up to Falls Creek and it's 25, 30 degrees, short sleeves, Nixon jersey or baggies, and it's just beautiful scenery, like the alpine scenery and the backcountry riding around Falls Creek. It's something that's unique to the world. It is. And and if you look at the Hero Trail, for instance, at Mount Buller, which it's still that last section, the Enjoy section, if our listeners oh, epic, haven't... Epic, epic trail. Oh, sorry, the <coughs> Epic Trail. Beg your pardon. I thought the Hero Trail. That's that's bright. <laughs> but anyway, both are pretty epic. But the that Epic Trail at Buller, the last section, the Enjoy section, is about, I think it's 9Ks. Yeah. It's as... Good as trail, as as the greatest trail as I've ridden anywhere in the world. It is absolutely incredible. If you haven't ridden it, Mm. you should try it. What's really interesting, Vandy, is e-bikes make hot weather more rideable, right? Totally. So you you can be in the valley on an e-bike. Yeah. And if it's 35, you can still ride because you don't exert yourself. But an e-bike makes riding in the Alpine areas even better again. Yeah. And I actually got to speak with the guys at Contour Works. It's Evan and Ryan Delarue. They have started up a new trail building business and they are redoing Buller because what's happened is trail riding has changed over the last 10 years or 15 years or however long the trails have been there. So they're opening up the corners, making them flow a bit better. They're putting in new features, really safe jumps for beginner jumpers and more advanced jumps for the expert people. So they're really um, putting in some money to develop that uh, network and that's going to be awesome. And also don't forget New South Wales, Threadbow and backcountry riding around Perisher. Those areas are just so fun and so cool to ride. And if you're you're from South Australia, now we broadcast into South Australia and you haven't ridden the Alpine regions of Victoria or New South Wales, come across because it's like nothing you've ever ridden before. Firstly, in South Australia, you know if it's going to be 35 degrees in Bright or somewhere like that, it's probably going to be 35 in Adelaide as well. Not much fun to ride. But if you come across to the Alpine regions, make the trip and ride the alpine spots such as, okay, Borbor. I have not ridden Borbor. Have you ridden Borbor? I think they're also developing Borbor. So all these areas are recognising, just like Whistler in Canada, 
the summer season is bigger than their winter now, which is so hard to believe for us because we're not utilizing these amazing areas. And another one is Dinner Plain. I took Chloe, my fiance, up to Dinner Plain last summer and we just enjoyed riding. They're really family friendly, the trails in Dinner Plain and the actual village itself is really cute. I've got a great pub that you can get dinner at. There's a cafe there and it's just so peaceful up there and the trails are really approachable. They only have green and blue trails. So there's no hardcore trail up there, but the network is just crazy flowy and just got big rollers and confidence inspiring. So yeah, they're not all daunting, hardcore tracks either. And that's the thing. When you get up to the Alpine regions, you can actually get some quite tricky trails. So if you've got dinner plane, which is, it's on a, essentially a plane or some sort of plateau, high, high yeah. plateau. So you've got these trails which don't have really tough climbs. And, and I, again, I've not ridden in a plane. I've ridden falls a lot, and it has a lot of that too around the lake now. And, and it's, you know, you were just there at falls. Tell us, what, what, what are the trails like at falls? Yeah, so just like Falls Creek in winter, it's very family friendly. And we've developed the green line over several years. And it's this really nice flowy, it goes through the tree line and then takes you out to the lake and then brings you back into the resort. So it gives the beginner mountain biker this beautiful experience where they're not scared. So ride the high country regions, as they say, <laughs> on the billboards, with that's, you on the billboards. If you drive around what? Melbourne enough, you'll see Vandy all over the billboards. Um, i tell you what, I'm so excited right now. Right after this, we are speaking to the federal treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, a man who loves cycling, Vandy. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> So, Deets, to prove beyond any doubt that we are two of the flukiest radio presenters in history, introducing... The member for Kuyong in Victoria and the Federal Treasurer, the Right Honourable Josh Frydenberg, a man who could have been a pro tennis player with Pat Rafter, but was far too good with money, Vandy, and I think he might have an exercise bike in his parliamentary office. Welcome to Trail Towns, Treasurer. You are on the air with us right now. Well, good day, Deets. Good day, Vandy. And I think you're probably overselling it there. I, with respect to tennis, my ambitions were far greater than my talents. And with respect to my cycling ability, um, all you can say is I'm a mammal, a middle-aged <laughs> man in, in Lycra who doesn't go that fast. Uh, oh, no, but that's, that's good that you're getting out there. So our research says that you are a keen cyclist. It's often wrong. Uh, what type of cycling do you do and what gets your wheels turning? Well, more often than not, it's a stationary uh, bike that I'm on, including earlier this morning. It's one way to get uh, the juices going uh, before a parliamentary sitting day. And so I've got a bike here in my office in Canberra, but also at my home in Melbourne, which was pretty helpful um, throughout the lockdown period. I really got into cycling um, with the encouragement and assistance of my wife, who's a lot um, a lot better on the bike than I am, and uh, we decided to uh, to go for some rides, and I really enjoyed it. I think the first time I put cleats on, I you know I fell over into the next door, into a I was at stationary at the park. Right, yeah, right, some, at, right at, at some lights. Yeah, that's what happened. I was at some, I was at some, I was at some lights. I think uh, um, down down the beach in Melbourne, and uh, uh, stopped at the lights, and there was a car next to me. I think it was a, a taxi. And uh, and I suddenly tried to get my foot out of the cleats and just leant over like the Leaning Tower of Pisa until I went bang, smash, into the into the taxi. So I learnt the hard way, but 
I've enjoyed getting on the bike since. Well, we all do that, don't we? We've all <laughs> yeah. done that. Uh, and it's, it's maybe not as embarrassing as I was. I can <laughs> well, tell you. I can tell you, we, we're up there. But look, you launched the first ever cycling uh, Australian cycling report, and it shows that cycling contributes. $6.3 billion to the economy, Josh. Now, I, that's how much I spent on my first mountain bike, actually. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, tell us, but tell us about the report and its findings. Well, I think it's an important report because, as you say, it showcases the cycling industry and puts some numbers around its direct contribution to the economy. Um, some of the other interesting statistics were the jobs that were created uh, by the cycling industry, more than 34,000 whether that's in cycling tourism, events, facility constructions, sales service, the whole shebang. Um, also, uh, it showed that in Victoria, it was the leading cycling state across the country uh, and that in a typical week, more than 4.6 million Australians got, hop on the bike and that's a hell of a lot of people and that there's also a big focus on bicycles for children with 28% of bikes being purchased for children. So it's a whole family activity. It's obviously a, a really enjoyable one. You get the benefit of improving your health, engaging in a social activity, and uh, and uh, you don't emit that many emissions um, from, from any exhaust when you hop on your bike instead of hopping in your car. Absolutely not. And that's what we're doing here, promoting getting out there and exploring new places on the bike. And uh, we've got, what is the federal government's plan for boosting Trail Town's economy? And yeah, we actually rebranded the cycling economy and you're welcome. And that's the Trail Town's economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of investments that's going in from all levels of government um, to support um, the broader industry and tourism. I mean, government spent more than $420 million on cycling-related infrastructure and programs in, in recent years. And that's a hell of a lot of money that uh, is helping to improve um, the attractiveness uh, of towns and, and also their economic activity. And, for example, in Tassie, um, there, there are many great sites uh, and places uh, for, for cycling, tourism, trail bike riding and the like, which has drawn you know a lot of visitors from the mainland as well as in, internationally. So uh, speaking to my colleagues... Um, They've got uh, places in their electorates which they say have been a great beneficiary of the cycling infrastructure, which is helping create jobs for their communities. Yes, well, places like Derby are world famous now. Derby was a good one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's um, it's known around the world by all mountain bikers and people are flocking there when they can. And have I know you're very busy, but have you had a chance to explore any of these trail towns? And if you have, what would be your favourite? Well, one of the... Um, things I did in the past life was I hopped on these poly pedals which were um, you know made famous by Tony Abbott uh, not just when he was Prime Minister but before that and so I, I traveled through you know, the Gold Coast and Queensland Blue Mountains uh, Victoria I did multiple um, multiple uh, poly pedals and so I really like going going to different parts of our country um, and uh, and certainly having the benefit of um, my wife pushing me up the hills, that was, that was pretty important. <laughs> uh, Post-COVID, this is such an important um, economic driver for regions. And we know because yeah. we visit these regions and cycling brings people, it brings them to stay for a while, it brings their money and it brings, I guess, economic activity. Tell us how important 
the cycling, I guess the tourism cycling um, phenomenon is to post-COVID regional recovery? I think it's really important um, because you know nearly six million uh, Australian adults spent money on cycling-related goods and services, um, and that's that's a large proportion of the population. Uh, so that money is churning through local communities, and it's not just on the bikes and the the other equipment that you need, but as I said, it's it's also travelling, taking your bike on a um, you know, on the back of a bus or in in a plane to go and enjoy one of these tourism spots. So there's a whole lot of um, uh, businesses that are going to benefit along the supply chain of cycling-related tourism. So I think it's I think it's really important. And whether it's the bike itself, whether it's uh, the the, uh, the clothing that you need, whether it's the uh, the infrastructure that's put in place by by governments, uh, there are a lot of pieces to this jigsaw. Oh, absolutely. Well, we would love to go for a ride with you if you're back in Melbourne anytime soon. Would you be up for that? I would be more than up for it. And um, hopefully, you know, we could we could have someone ready with a defibrillator for me, um, you know, because, uh, you know, my health is, is not what it's probably like, like for you guys. I'm no <laughs> professional athlete anymore, so... Um, as long as you don't send me into cardiac arrest, I'll be okay. We would never do that, Josh. I'm gonna. We'll pop you on a, a nice e uh, bike, an e mountain bike. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't worry. I ride them all the time, and they are fantastic. Um, I'm in uh, your electorate too, Josh. Oh, are you? <laughs> give you a bit of a tour. Do you go down the Yarra, do you? All the time. I uh, I ride the Yarra all the time. It's amazing down there. Now we have what we call our rapid fire questions, and this really shows our audience what makes. Your, I don't know, your makeup, I guess. So, are we ready for a couple of questions here, Josh? Go for it. All right, I'll fire it off. Calculus or abacus? No, you can't even read calculator or abacus. Oh. <laughs> Old school abacus. Abacus. Okay. Uh, I'll do the next one oh, then. No, okay. Borg or McEnroe? Oh, you got you got to go with uh, Beyond Borg. I mean, what a what a Swedish great. Um, yes. And uh, and five Wimbledons, nothing to sneeze at. Absolutely, exercise bike or real bike? Uh, I'd love to hop on the real bike because you get the fresh air. Um, but unfortunately, I'd be more on the exercise bike. As we are locals, this one's a tough one for you: Hawthorne or Truac? <laughs> <laughs> Hawthorne is Kion. Well done, you exactly. And All now right, the last final one, the trick one. question, trick question: Dietz or Vandy? Now remember, I'm in your electorate. Stephen Hodge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, Josh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We were, we're really thrilled and we're really chuffed. So thank you. And, um, no, my and, pleasure. Uh, and Vandy, what, what would you say? Look, it was absolutely wonderful having your show. We can't believe you actually made time for us. I know. I know. We really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much, Josh. Thanks, guys. Look forward to joining you on the bike sometime soon. You got it. After the break, we'll be chatting about Season 2 in New Zealand when we're on the road with Nissan Vandy. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. This is Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz, and we can't wait to get back on the road with Nissan for Season 2 in New Zealand. It's going to be quite an adventure, Vandy. You know, what are you looking forward to the most? Well, I love new experiences. So we have spoken to the creator of Bungie, and I would love to go and do a Bungie. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the amazing breweries. I'm looking forward to the crazy jet boats. What about food? You eat a lot. 
Yes, I mean, I do eat and enjoy food, and New Zealand has such a rich climate that the food and and uh, local produce is so good. I'm not trying, going to try and keep up with you on this trip like we did in the first season of Trail Towns, <laughs> where, where we had to actually have an engineer check each of the swing bridges when I was walking on it. I, I, we I put about 10 kilos on in three weeks. We caught the season one DK blowout. It was a bad look. Anyway, I'm full. I'm in full pre-season right now. You know what I'm looking forward to, Vandy? Just... I'd like you to just relax and close your eyes and think for a moment of the following. The colours, the odours of freshness. Ew. Yeah. Okay, forget <laughs> that last one. Meeting the locals, being a shepherd for our loyal audience, of which some are sheep. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, and I think we might be shepherding some sheep. We are. Actually, that's one of the bandy challenges, but we won't give too yeah, much away. Give, but essentially, we're going to be doing from the top of the North Island all the way down to Queenstown and Wanaka. So we're just so excited to get back traveling again. I can't even wait. Yeah. North Island is so different to the South Island. And our much of our audience has, has been to New Zealand. But when I say the colors, I really mean the colors. The colors, the depth of the green... You've almost got to go to a place like Ireland to find that depth of green in the North Island. The rolling yeah. hills are beautiful. And then down the south where you get, you know, down towards Christchurch and you're in this sort of rain shadow. So it's almost like a, an arid desert zone, but it's not. It's hard to believe, it's, isn't it? It's crazy. And then on the other side, where which is the Tasman side. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Tasman side. So you've got the Pacific side, Tasman side. Where it rains, it's like this cold climate rainforest. And that, they're all the things that I'm looking forward to. It's just the different landscapes and environments. And then, I mean, one, well, my favourite thing in the world is to ride new trails. And throughout the season, we're going to be riding new trails on every episode. So it's just going to be amazing. And the way that New Zealand develops, like the people we've talked to about going over there, they're like, you guys won't even realise what we've been doing during all of this madness. Like we've just been making mountain biking bigger and better and also gravel riding and road riding. They're just building it up. They're like, we're just going to blow your socks off when you get over here. Season two Trail Towns New Zealand is going to be incredible. The trails we ride, the people we meet, the things we see. Anyway, talking about incredible, right after this, we have got Vandy. The Shimano Terrific Top Tech Tip with Jamo. You're on SEN with Trail Towns, Vandy and Dietz, and right now it's time for the Shimano Terrific Top Tech Tips with Jamo. Jamo owns quality bicycle repairs in Surrey Hills and is the first bike shop in the world to reduce the trading hours to just Monday mornings and Friday afternoons only and get even busier. <laughs> and that's the truth, right, Jamo? That is exactly contrary to um, common sense. You can laugh, but it works. <laughs> you can laugh. Well, well <laughs> what a business has, model. Has Vandy got something for you? Now, hold, hold on. Here we go. He's been working on it all week. Sure. Well, uh, you know how Dietz gave you a jingle last week. I felt like I was um, cut out, so I'm going to quickly give you one. Uh, here it oh, is. Beautiful. Oh, Thank no. you. You ready? Here we go. Hey, Jamo. Jamo. You're the best bike mechanic in the world. Hey, Jamo, Jamo. Hey, Jamo. <laughs> you're very grumpy, but you've got some good tech tips. Da, da, da. What do you think? <laughs> I love it. That was I love so it. good, Let's Vandy. Go that. Vandy, when we have our Christmas karaoke, you are the man. I want Jamo there. Yeah, mention that. <laughs> what have you got for us, Jamo? What? Well, 
nothing because I never got to finish. I never got to finish last week. And, and look, I've been ridiculed on Facebook. <laughs> well, well, you know, you got to earn it. <laughs> what was it? Um, um, what was the tip it's last not, week? I can't remember. It's not a cheap sport, but it's not free or something. That's right. like it's That's just that. terrible. <laughs> Even terrible. I can't remember. Well, it's, let's it's move on very... <laughs> right. Uh, we, we what is it? it? What is it this let's week? Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on. Now, what do you got? Now, what is, give us something this week. What what happened to Josh Frydenberg? Well, he's he's he 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 was on the show, but you obviously weren't he's been listening. And gone. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been and gone. He's been you obviously gone. you weren't listening as usual. I can't. I haven't got an AM radio. But... <laughs> you got that story. Now, now, honestly, what have we got? I, I need. We need to wrangle you into something. Our listeners are getting antsy with this lack of top top tips. <laughs> I've got ten minutes of material, and I've what have I got? Three minutes. You just fitted into. Just burnt but I was also, I was all ready for Josh. I was going to give him an economics exam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 uh, pass it on next next time next yep, time. Next yeah, time. You know, for anyone that uh, that understands it, you know, I was going to get him to complete the equation c plus i plus g plus x minus m equals, and if he didn't know that, he, he would have to resign. Okay, fair enough. Does that mean anything to you? No, not nothing. A, no, no, I don't even know. I, I don't I'm even, a bike rider, I'm not Jamo. even sure of some of those letters. <laughs> any any economist out there will know exactly what I'm talking Look, about. Look, let's stick uh, to the that, tips. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've got a golden rule for this week, and we've got a top tip. Good. What are they? Right. So the golden rule, um, Didi, you recall a few years ago we were out riding on the trails out of Blue Lake. A few and years, that would have been 25 years ago. Yeah, but I do. We come around a corner and the trail was blocked by a pile of rubbish that looked like a small pyramid. That's right. Somebody that, had dumped like a whole heap of rubbish on the trail. Amazing. We looked through it and, and sure enough, we found some invoices that indicated where it might have come from. So, Bandy, um, I, I worked out who it was. I got a phone number and I rang him. You guys are dumpster diving a, in the Blue Lake. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a, let's say, a... Uh, retail business, yes, out in uh, out in Reservoir or somewhere, and I, I rang and I introduced myself as Professor Emil von Schuphausen from the Australian <laughs> Institute of Rubbish. This is true, this is true. <laughs> and I said I was conducting research into people who dump rubbish in the bush, and lo and behold, you, you could have knocked me out with a feather. He admitted that he did it, and and his justification was that someone else had already dumped rubbish out there, so he just added to it. You know, that's, oh, that's... just that's the that's the old um, one big pile of rubbish is better than two small piles of rubbish <laughs> argument. <laughs> uh, so, but you fixed so, the problem, didn't you? Yeah. Well, we, there were a few more phone calls. We had a robust discussion about the matter. I was sitting next uh, to you in the store at the time, giggling with laughter. I was crying with laughter. <laughs> anyway, we suggested, strongly suggested that he might like to go and collect the rubbish himself. Otherwise, it might be delivered to him at an inconvenient time and place. Um, and anyway, a couple of weeks later, we, we were out riding out there and we came around the corner and, and Peter, the, the rubbish was gone and the place had been raked clean. Oh. It has never looked better. It was. It was. You can see the rake. You can see the rake marks. <laughs> you can see the rake marks, so, and and we literally stopped the bike crying with laughter again. <laughs> and the, the the golden rule from that is, take your rubbish with you when you 
Yes, no, that is a good tip. I have seen yeah. gel wrappers and uh, energy bar wrappers yeah. on the on the track. It's not hard to put it in your pocket. And put it in your pocket. No. Keep the place no. pristine. And then most bike mountain bike riders are really good with that. But, yeah, just pay attention to that. It's a good thing. Yes, that's um, a good tip. That Now, that was a good tip, Fandy, on our final show for 2021. Yeah. That was a good tip. <laughs> the Shimano top tip, I just finished assembling a cheap e-bike that a customer purchased online and I'm not going to name brands it, it, it in fact it wouldn't even be one that you would recognize no, that's it fine. was around about a, I think a nine hundred dollar thousand dollar electric bike and I understand people want them and want to get a cheap one but my goodness do not do it it was the most miserable piece of junk to to assemble um, and it, there were all sorts of problems and it didn't even have the right um, 240 volt lead to plug into the charger. Oh, so after, you know, just a minute. After you were done with him, it probably should have just bought a more expensive bike. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I spent a couple of hours yeah. assembling assembly because it was such a, and it had been damaged in the in the box too. The box was, you know, really knocked about. So mm. I, I think there must have been another typhoon in the South China Sea because it looked like it had. <laughs> Looks like it had been bouncing around, but that was a bit of damage, you know. Terrible so, weather but, in that South South China Sea. Constantly, constantly. We wouldn't want to move there. So buy <laughs> an e-bike that has good Shimano components and is a yeah. giant. And go to a and shop. Buy go a to giant. A shop. Just buy a giant. Yeah. You know. Honestly, Let's go to a good them. shop. They're popular and for a reason. They're, they're the biggest brand in yeah. Australia for a reason, Jamo. Yeah. Uh, and it might, it might cost a little bit more, but, you know, really, this guy's wasted $900 because it's just not satisfactory. He's not going to enjoy and it. It's also and dangerous. It's a real pity. It's a really, yeah, not good. It's really a pity. It doesn't have to be an expensive sport, but it's not free, Jamo. <laughs> can I just be, have I got time for one little incident? I'll just have, it, have to tell you, it's got make, nothing to do with make cycling. Make it supersonic because we've got to go. Right, uh, my younger brother just came in to help me at work, and he'd just come from taking his five-year-old daughter to the swimming pool. And he's, it's the first time in 18 months they'd been pool. She absolutely loves it. And she'd been in the water for five minutes. And they had a um, they had a code brown. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> everyone, everyone out. Hello, <laughs> Caddyshack. Terrific. Nick said the, the funniest bit of that was that they did actually use that word, oh. the code brown, code brown, everyone out. <laughs> oh, it's a nothing like a good Sunday morning uh, uh, story to, to share with our audience. Jamo, thank you so much for this marvellous nine-week season we've had on SEN. This is our Christmas show. This is our last show for 2020. And your segment, uh, unbelievably, has been just about the most popular. So thanks for joining us. <laughs> goodness, goodness knows why. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. We, didn't, been, want to, we didn't want to tell you too early, so yeah. we yeah, <laughs> get pressure on you. All right, mate, we'll catch you next year. No, great fun. Look forward to seeing you next year. See, See you, boys. Later, That's it, Deets. Our last episode for 2021. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Matt Tilly, the treasurer, Josh Frydenberg and Jamo for joining us on this week's episode. You know the drill. Give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook or YouTube. It's all at Trail Towns TV. And congratulations to Joe Witzeman for winning last week's question with his answer, Bright Victoria. You can't go wrong. That was low-hanging fruit, wasn't it, Ferdy? <laughs> now, Ferdy, what is this week's temper question? 
This week's temper question is, what's better than sleep? The most creative answer wins. So head over to Instagram, Trail Towns TV, comment on the temper post, and we'll announce the winner on the socials. And keep it G-rated. Thanks to our beautiful partners, Giant, Shimano, Nissan, Temper, Quadlock, and Tula, and to our producer, the beautiful Ruby Bannerman, and our studio producer, Monsignor Mikhail Thompson. Ah, don't forget to buy our Trail Towns merchandise for Christmas if you want to get into nightclubs, Vandy. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Trail Towns Radio on SEN for the last nine weeks. Big thumbs up. For 2022, Trail Towns Radio, keep an ear out on the socials for what's what, what's going to happen. Uh, we want to thank SCN. What a beautiful group of people here. You can catch us on the Apple Podcast, Spotify. That's all she wrote, sports fans. That's what we've got to do. And you know what I've got to say to you, Vandy? See you later, 2021. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You heard us. <laughs>